Kia ora and welcome back to a brand new episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast, the home of alternative football. It's Tuesday the 18th of February 2020 here in Auckland, New Zealand. Joining me on the pod all the way from Torbay, it's the Extra Trials FC top goal scorer from last season, Mr. Sam Coyle. How's it going, mate? Doing well. How about yourself? Yeah, not bad. Not bad, mate. Um, you better make the most of that tag, mate, while it's still here, because uh, there's going to be a new top goal scorer this season for sure. No, nah, that's not happening. I'm, I'm keeping up. <laughs> I'm keeping it up. Oh, mate, I'm feeling pretty good, mate. <laughs> feeling pretty good. I think I, I think I might last a full half. You never know. All those F45s <laughs> coming in handy. But, um, well, I'm not going to give it away right now, but it's got some good signings on the way for the trials. Uh, we've been busy in the transfer market. And uh, we look close now to, you know, filling this roster. Um, the goal was, well, the goal is always to get 11 players, right, <laughs> on the field. <laughs> but it um, looks like we got close up to 25. So it's a big squad. Uh, there's a few decisions we have to make, I think, uh, who to keep, who to, to get rid of. Um, but, yeah, it's looking pretty good. Um, we'll give uh, you guys a full update in the next pod when I've got Jack back on. But um, I'm with Sam. Um, how's it been, mate? What have you been up to? Uh, recently, uh, not yeah. too much. Back at uni next week, so I've been on holidays for a long time. But I've been down at uh, the Women's Futsal Super League Nationals uh, over the weekend. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, I've been doing that recently. Yeah, yeah um, Jack sent me a few uh, snaps of you. He did some interviews. Yeah. <laughs> that was, it was, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got really, like, pretty much interviewed straight off, straight out of the game. It's, Pretty hard to like just do it all on the spot. So, uh, so where can we find these interviews? Um, they would probably be on the New Zealand Futsal website. You know, you have to watch. The, it's at the end of the live, the end of the live streams. Oh, okay, it's not on YouTube. No, nah. oh, that's a shame. <laughs> <laughs> so, how do the results go for you then? Um, results not the best, but the the thing is, the score line doesn't say it all. Uh, we're we're a very very young team, quite quite inexperienced. But in general, like we've we've come a long way, and we're just going to continue to get better for next year. Oh, good mate, that's good good stuff. We might as well get into it, mate. This morning, Chelsea versus Man United. Both teams had an extended winter break. What did Chelsea get to then over the break? Not too much. Like I've noticed, like in the first the first week, a few of their players went away. But other than that, yeah. like I don't think they actually did an like an overseas training. I think they just like all went away, made the waves back to Cobham. At the end of it. Oh, we'll, we'll get into the game. So, what do you think of it? Um, disaster, really, straight from the start. There were there were some good moments, but it's it's a game of ninety minutes, not twenty. So, I think def- some things definitely went against us. But overall performance, I'm not saying Chelsea deserved really to get anything out of it. It was pr- it was a pretty poor performance, but. Just at the end of the day, it's another one of those controversies with VAR. Yeah, like, let's go through the... Uh, well, Martial's goal for United was a clear goal. Oh, yeah, 100%. Uh, great finish. But poor defending, I think, really, on Chelsea's behalf. Yeah, Martial really um, shouldn't um, be getting free between Christensen and Rudiger. No, no. <laughs> How many headers would you, do you think he would have scored? Not many. Doubt, yeah, doubt many at all. Yeah. <laughs> then you... Uh, then who's, who's the first chance for Chelsea? The first goal, disallowed. Uh, oh, the first, the first Chelsea's first goal was uh, Zuma scored, but in the build, like as the cross came in, 
Well, actually, yeah. it was ruled it was ruled out because Aspilicueta pushed Brandon Williams. Fair, uh, fair enough, he did. But if you look at he, look, he was actually pushed. Aspilicueta was pushed by Fred, so he had the momentum. And I guess oh. it's all because he had his arms up. I swear, if, if he had his arms down, goal would have stood. But like, it's it's just one of those ones. It's like it's look at the like looking at the angles and then all in the opinions. That's what pissed me off so much. Ten like ten minutes into the game. Yeah, I think like I, th- I think like it's a clear push, but it's like when you I haven't actually seen the the push from Fred or, but I mean it's hard for for Dave to like not put his hands out. Like if you're gonna get pushed, surely you're gonna put your hands out to protect yourself, you know. Uh, arms uh, always, hands always come up first. Uh, it's a shame. Yeah, it's it's one of those goals where like before VAR, like that would be both both of Chelsea's goals would have stood if like, there was no VAR. There's no way they would have seen Juru's yeah. goal. Juru's goal would have stood like fair enough. Take like in the rule book, it's offside, so it's you can't you can't argue it. But also like you have to like complain about the ref because it's like well the ref didn't call it. You know the ref was there. He could have said okay, that's a push, no goal. You know so he had to rely on fucking VAR to. Uh, be- best part of it, to help him out. you had you had and the touch yeah, as well. But like best part, you had Harry Maguire storming at the ref. But when you look at the replay, yeah. like Maguire had no idea what was going on. Exactly. He just followed it because he just followed everyone else when he shouldn't have been. He shouldn't, he shouldn't have been on the pitch. Um. So let's talk about the the second disallowed goal. So that was that was actually really nice. Nice ball, really good header by Juru, but it was a toe offside. So well, it was it was his feet, wasn't it? Like as. Like if he was size what seven or eight man, he would get away with that, you know. <laughs> like like real real time, no VAR would not have been spotted. There's no way he would have been. No would have been. Like, I'm I'm glad I'm glad there's no VAR in our league because like my flippers will be offside all the time. <laughs> oh gosh, um, Maguire ended up scoring their goal. That's his first goal, though, for United. No, well, in, in uh, maybe league goal. He scored the other week yeah. in the FA Cup. Yeah. Oh, I was Trammer. Yeah. <laughs> I'll score, score, score against Trammer. I'll get a hat-trick against them. <laughs> yeah, so um, Slaphead's first goal. Um, I've got to say, Fernandez looks good, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, no, like, like, I've always rated him, and I've found like he's going to be such a good signing. Like, I was, I was good on United finally getting him in. Do you know if um, Portugal use him? So like for, ta- uh, for taking corners or free kicks and stuff. I know like Ronaldo probably takes. Yeah, Ronaldo's never on corners. I would assume. I would assume Fernandez is on corners. I would assume he is. Yeah, because like his, his deliveries are spot on. But like that was one of his big his big thing. Like his most common stat that I think is assists. Yeah, I'm I'm not surprised, mate. Like it's 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 sort of like, you know, it's it's one of those things that you don't think too much about. But like these days, like to get a player that can actually clear the the ball over the first man. Is like gold. Yeah. Because <laughs> like I don't think anyone actually practices corner taking anymore, free kicks anymore. You know. Yeah. To cross in the box. Like, yeah, it's true. Like, like the amount of times, like, oh mate, I can't, I can't actually remember a Swansea player in the last ten years have been able to clear the first man. And if they do clear the first man, it's on like that goes out for a throw in on the other side. <laughs> but um, yeah, good, good, good goal from Slabhead. Um. Chelsea were very unlucky with the two disallowed goals. No, like it's just it's just an insult with with yeah. Maguire scoring the goal because he shouldn't have been there in the first place. Uh, exactly. So, yeah, talk us through that. Oh, that was like awful. Like I understand. Like it looked like Batshuayi probably fouled Maguire, like gave him a little shove and he like fell over. But it was like it just goes back to the same thing that happened uh, when Chelsea played Tottenham 
like back in December, like yeah. Sun lifted his leg and actually like raised it into Rudiger. This was the exact same case. Like, sure, it didn't look like it was with bad intent, but Maguire knew exactly what he was doing. It's not like his foot was already up in the air and Batshuayi ran into it. Understood if it was his left foot. His right foot actually came up bent and he straightened it straight into Batshuayi's groin. Like, and, and it was Anthony Taylor in the Tottenham game and it was Anthony Taylor in this game. And then, like, didn't do leagues odd, play odd, no violent conduct. Like, Maguire knew exactly what he was doing. It's like, be, con- <laughs> be consistent. That's the big thing, consistency, because people have been sent off for far less. It's funny though, like it's funny, like um, remember Lampard's goal in twenty ten? Yeah, uh, that pretty much sparked the whole idea of VAR, right? Yep. And then a couple of years later, or a few, actually ten years later, he's a, a Chelsea manager and he's getting done over <laughs> by the technology which he asked for ten years ago. Yep. <laughs> Oh gosh! Okay, let's talk about Lampard. So they, they lost against United. It was a big game, actually, to lose. Yeah, that's actually that's Chelsea's. It, it would have helped you big time if you won, and it would have increased the gap. But now you've you've sort of you've let United in again. Let everyone in. Hope. Sheffield's still in. Like Tottenham's still up yeah. there. Like it was a huge it was a huge game because also like because Tottenham won the other day and so did Sheffield win the other week. Like Wolves. Yeah. Like it was also like Leicester drop points. It gives you the opportunity to catch up. But of course, nope. Yeah, so it's a huge missed opportunity for you guys there. Um, I, I hear that you've you've got some thoughts on the the transfer window that's been for Chelsea. What was the whole point of getting their transfer ban overturned, giving Chelsea all the like fans all this hope to signing someone, all this rumours of a hundred and fifty million budget, and their biggest announcement was that they got a new sponsorship for their T-shirt. Uh, next year so if you're coming tires and they fooled fans by saying we're giving you all three signings at once because it's a UK phone company called three that was their only announced signing announcement or except for maybe like a 16 year old Norwegian guy yeah. that's it like you got all this work of getting your ban overturned and what do you do a couple of weeks later you sign Zayech like, that's a great signing. He's a bargain. Like, some people are, like, against that because we don't really need midfielders, but it actually shows we do need midfielders, and Zayac is just quality. And if you can get him for $33 million, why not? But just at the end of the day, you've you've had 30 de- 31 days to try sign someone, and, like, you knew the ban was overturned in the beginning of December. So, like, and you knew you needed someone instantly to make an impact because of how results are showing. Like, Chelsea have nine losses this season. I read, a, I read a stat today. They have more losses at home this season than they had from, like, 2014 to 2018... Uh, 2004 to 2018 or something. Yeah. Like, it's... Like, the whole transfer... That was a whole joke. Like, And, like, I really... Like, just still thinking about it. Like, this... Well, some... Like, they didn't even really... They didn't make any sales either when, like, some people just need to go. And like, I really hope it doesn't really affect Lampard and him losing his job because I don't think he's really had the best opportunity. He's made the most of what he's what he's got. That's my biggest. That's my biggest fear at the moment. That he'll he won't get a big enough. Um, he won't have much left time. Much time left. Yeah, there's a few things here, right? The first thing has to be, um, I guess, the leadership at Chelsea with, in terms of the money they've wasted over the years. Like, look how many managers they've you know signed off. You know. Um, to get rid of them, right? Then you've got the whole thing with this um, 
transfer embargo, right? The amount of money they would have spent to get that um, appeal, you know, um, the fans yeah, exactly. return. So, like, what's the point of spending all that money when you've not bothered to to do anything about it? When you 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 know, like, it's it is a bit silly, right? Um, the guy, um, the Moroccan fella. Um, when when can he play for Chelsea then? Oh, Zayac. Oh no, he's not coming until he's going to be there next season. He's not coming until the summer. Like he's like the transfer is agreed, but yeah, it's for the summer. So what's the point? Of, I mean, it's a good, it's a good signing, good bargain as well. But you're not guaranteed that he's going to be a good player at the end of the season, are you? Like he might get nah, injured. He, he will be. He will be. You never know. Uh, but also, um, why why would they announce that? Because they're sort of just like. If you're looking at players like, oh, I don't know, like Loftus-Cheek or whatever, or Barkley or whoever's set to come back into the team, then what, what message does that send out? Yeah, well, no, well, Barkley, I reckon Barkley will be out on his way out the door in the summer. Yeah. Like, he has, like he has had his opportunity, he hasn't really like, taken it. He's not really at that level that I guess we'd hoped for when he was like at Everton. But like, yeah, with, with Loftus-Cheek, Loftus-Cheek's back in training, he, sh- he should be getting some game time in a couple of weeks. Really excited for him to come back in, right. just to boss the midfield. But yeah, I guess I see what you mean with the whole Zayat signing. But I guess something with Zayat, you can play him out wide. Okay. And he does bring something different. Oh, I think he's a good signer. It's just a, it's a bit of a strange one. Where? Oh yeah, yeah. No, I see that. But like, I do feel for the players that have worked hard for Lampard. Wow, well, at the start of the season, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like that that probably shows you do you think the results come down to him as the manager or the lack of inexperience that he's got playing for him right now um i guess you could argue it both ways like because like lampard has been like look just looking at it throughout the season he has been experimental at times and he's just trying to find what works best but then i also think like some you can argue is just the lack of experience of his players but then again it's also just the players that he does have are like old and past it or he does have the youth, so it's not like he rarely has the players in between. Like he's only got a few of them. Like it's just been a rough, it's been a rough season. Really, like it started like it started off pretty well, but like it's been really rough the last few months. And just a lot of players have just been playing really poor. At the start of the season, if I can remember, you said that top four would be a success for Lampard this season. Yeah, yeah, for sure. But I'm, I'm still like I'm. Still very hopeful of fourth. Like fourth will be a success. Yeah. And it's like like always. Like, I guess like at this point in like Chelsea, um, just I guess qualifying for Champions League is a success based on just I guess results of the last few years where they finished. Do you think um, if he were to miss out, will he lose his job? I really hope not. But like, like well, yeah. I really hope that he doesn't. Like they don't miss out. But I, for him to lose his job would be much worse. Consider like just considering his legacy as well. Yeah, but even still, mate, if he if Chelsea do finish fourth and qualify, do you think they'll keep a hold of him? Let's just say you keep losing games and you just scrape it at the end. Is that enough to keep him for next season? I th- oh, it'd be stupid. I think it'd just be dumb to just get rid of him. Just, just I guess you go back considering like he actually hasn't had a tra- like a full summer transfer window. because like, it is different. It is different than January because you obviously have a lot more time. There's a lot less pressure on you. Like, and considering that, yeah, he has been, like, a lot of this year has been invested in youth, like, and considering what he means to the club, 
it would be a bit like he is like he has already recently he has been damaging his legacy in some fans' point of views, and people like just but he's got all these idiots online just complaining about him. But like you guys, it'd be dumb. I guess like looking at Chelsea's track record and the amount of time they've given managers, it would be dumb to get rid of him. Well, man, I'm not gonna be surprised. <laughs> Look, remember like what they did with um, Di Matteo? Like he won the bloody. <laughs> I'm going to play Champions League, right? Yeah, yeah you, say, you pretty much saved Still Chelsea. sacked him. Won the Champions League and he got sacked in the November. Come on. Yeah, I know. I liked him as well. Oh, God, mate. That's like you climbing like Mount Everest and the bloody Sherpas take your bloody uh, your gas cylinder off you. <laughs> On the way down. Yeah. Oh, crack up. Let's crack up. Um, so what do Chelsea need to do, mate? In the next couple of weeks. Well, they got big weeks, Ed, because next weekend they got Tottenham at home. So that, that, that's, that's a big one. And then on then Wednesday morning, they've got Bayern Munich, first leg of the round of 16. I forgot you guys were in the Champions League. <laughs> yeah, well, we came, well, we came second so, in the group, so that's um, how we got Bayern. How's the, how's the legs work then? Is it first home leg or away leg? Yeah, since they finished second, the first one will be at home. And then the second one will be away in like two weeks after, two weeks after that. What's a uh, Drogba up to these days? Drogba, um, yeah. Well, he, he like I think he officially he retired officially last year or the year before. He was like playing in like pretty much called like MLS two, but um, these days I think he's just doing. I think he has some sort of promotion work with Chelsea, or if he has like some promotion, I think he does work for like UNICEF and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, um, I reckon he should get his uh, boots back on. <laughs> for the second leg <laughs> why, why not he's come back before Ashley Cole is he busy <laughs> well, he's actually at Chelsea even Joe Cole's at Chelsea give them like give them like a three month contract and then uh, JT he, he'll be there in his full kit <laughs> <laughs> just bring all the old boys back pretty much just, just for that second leg Chuck, Chuck, Chuck Chackingall put his scrum, pa- his scrum helmet back on well, that T-shirt sponsorship did say three signings, right? Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Um, so, what's your predictions then for the rest of the season for Chelsea? It's it is tough because like obviously like, like obviously I I will be biased, but like, then again like I there it is it is obviously the top four is still on like finishing fourth, but the thing is based it kind of seems like they just need to come fifth now and still qualify based on what's happening. We'll see about that. Um, but yeah. I wouldn't like. I would, it'd be dumb to think they wouldn't finish fourth. But then again, it's you argue it just looking at their recent results is of like they can fit. Why not? They can. They are dropping points, and it seems like they can continue to keep dropping points. Like they still have to play Liverpool again, Tottenham again, City again. So Wolves again. You got all these like tough games still. Sheffield, Sheffield again. So it's like why not? Yeah. So you you definitely think top four. Oh, so I, just, I still reckon like fourth is like fourth is definitely achievable, but it's it's all in their hands to lose. Yeah, that's true. Like, they've had yeah, great. They've like recently they've had a lot of opportunities to to increase their gap with other teams dropping points, and they just drop them points themselves. So right now it's it's, it's they're losing it themselves. Well, it depends what happens after that Spurs game, isn't it? Like, because if they lose that one, then yeah, all the daggers be out then for Lampard, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I think he'll be fine though. I honestly think he'll be—he'll survive to the end of the season, regardless of what happens. 
I wouldn't be surprised, mate, they get passed by in, in the Champions League either. Because they're not the force they used to be, you know? Bayern's not, like, in top form. And, like, they, yeah, like, they can always, like, like just step up. I think, the ho- I think the home leg will be interesting. I can definitely see them, like, stepping up in the home leg. A, a, way, a way leg. Like, it'll just be, like, a few years ago when they had Barcelona in the round of 16. That first leg was amazing. And, like, Messi finally got his first goal against Chelsea. But, like, Chelsea were, like, on top and chance after chance. And, but then they, go to Bar- then they went to Barcelona and lost 3-0. It could be another. I think it could be another case of that with Bayern, really. Speaking of European football, there's a club that won't be playing for the next two seasons. It's Man City. <laughs> <laughs> I actually, I don't think that I don't think that's going to be the case. But I reckon it will. If anything, it'll just be a year. Well, just to give uh, the listeners some context, so Manchester City have been found guilty of breaching um, financial fair play rules, according to. UEFA, and uh, they decided to ban them for two years from all European competitions. Now, Man City came out with quite an interesting um, statement or reply. They they said they weren't shocked <laughs> by the ruling from UEFA, so they were obviously waiting for this to happen. So, my thoughts are is I can't see them being banned for anything, mate. People saying the the one year thing, I don't think it'll happen. Like, Man City have got all the money in the world to buy the best lawyers in the world, and they're going to find a way to get it over and turned. Like, I think what they would settle with, they might settle on, like, a transfer embargo for two years, maybe. That's the thing That's the thing I think they'll do, or at least a one-season job. But you all know, mate, you wait for a bunch of soft cocks. Like, they'll, they'll, issue, out, they'll issue out all this, all these fines. Like, look at the, the teams in Europe that get done for racism, right? Countries as well. They say, oh, I'm going to kick him off of the competition. But then the next minute, they allow, you know, school kids to watch their games behind clo- like closed doors, right? It's bullshit. They, they, and the fines are ridiculous as well. Like, I know City got fined a few million for this one. But, like, 30-odd million is nothing to City, right? It's pocket money for the, for the shit. Yeah, no, charge. that's the whole thing. Like, it was so dumb. Like, a few months ago, like, the, it first came up with the financial fair play rules. And all they got was, like, a little fine while Chelsea got a whole like two transfer window exactly it's, it's dumb I, th- I honestly think mate, it's a UEFA thing they're just very anti-English like I thought the Chelsea ban was very harsh for what they got done by whereas like you know the big ones in Spain Barcelona they've been doing it for years signing underage players oh, yeah. doing it like years. Madrid like, like the amount of money Madrid's like spend on players yeah. ah it's bullshit like the financial fair player then you get rid of it because for me like as long as a, a club has owners that are dedicated to the club and will put money into the club and say what they you know promise to the fans, then that's all good for me. Like because if you if you add this financial fair play, then you stop in like the smaller clubs for having any chance because you've you've got a group of clubs here. Let, let's just go back a few years, right? City would not be anywhere near top of the league or have won anything without the owners that come in, right? Never. Not a, not a million years, right? Now, you know, if you were to really restrict teams of how much they can spend, then you're only going to have the likes of Chelsea, United, Liverpool, Arsenal. They're the ones that will compete every year. So, like, it's, for me, I don't mind the money that's in. What I mind is whether owners, you know, stick to their, their promises. Now, like, yeah, this is obviously a very close topic for me because we've got a bunch of fucking greedy owners that are not promised anything to us. You know? <laughs> They've just ripped everything away from us. 
So, like, for in terms of the Football League and the lower leagues, yes, we need financial fair play. But for the Premier League and, like, the UEFA in general, the top leagues, fucking go, go for it, man. Like, honestly, I don't care how much you spend. As long as you can spend in your means, or, you know, then fair enough. Because you've got... City, who, you know, most of the players are probably over, you know, 200, 300 grand a week. <laughs> you know, ridiculous amount of money. But if that's what the Man City owners feel that they can pay that their players that, then fair enough. Because what, you're, what will happen is, mate, is if City do get found out and do get banned for two years, then a lot of their players will leave. But the thing is, though, a lot of their players, I don't think many clubs could sign them because they can't afford the wages they're on at City. You know, and would they actually take a pay cut yeah. to go anywhere else? I don't think so. That it'd be easy just to win the league twice, <laughs> and because uh, you know, because like Pep's uh, contracts till next year, right? So, well, he uh, he he came out today and sort of Sterling yeah. saying they're not going anywhere. Yeah, I, I, honestly, man, I think they're confident because it's not going to happen. They're not, there's no way in hell that they're going to be banned for two years. I don't see the one year thing either. Like they'll just they'll just take a massive fine. And maybe a transfer embargo for one season or something. And it won't affect them because, you know, <laughs> they've still got this world-class squad. And, um, yeah, it's interesting, mate. Like, What do you think, if it does happen, do you think Pep will leave at the end of the season? Probably. Like, I think it was a little bit like, why? Like, I guess, yeah, you stick around because of the money. But, like, and it's like, and it's like he's always said, like, oh, he wants to win the Champions League with City. But even with this squad now, I don't think it'll, like City will ever win. The Champions League, their best chance was last year. I don't think, I know, I don't, I don't think so. Like their best chance was last year, and they bottled it. And it just shows. And now, just look at it now, like what le- what level Liverpool are on, and how far City have dropped this season. Yeah. So I was like, and then you go into Europe because, like, with best teams from every country, I, I, th- I think like City, it'll be, it'll be hard for City to ever win the Champions well, League. Well, mate, they got Real Madrid, right? And I've got a feeling they'll beat them. And if that would be good, that would be a good. Be, uh, good but time. the thing is, like, you wait for now. I bet you, mate, they'd be praying that Real Madrid win that game. They'd be praying. Oh, uh, sorry, they'd be paying off the ref to make sure the City don't win that game. Wait, what, what, do you, what do you think would happen if City actually win the Champions League? <laughs> oh, mate, they're the funniest thing ever. Like, I'd be happy if City won it because you, you can't ban a team that's just won the Premier, uh, the Champions League. But, like, it's hilarious. Imagine that. They, imagine they still banned them. I remember when Liverpool um, won the Champions League in 2005, right? They won the uh, Champions League, but they didn't actually qualify for Europe the next year because um, they didn't finish high enough in the league. They had to fight, right? I think that... Did they fight in court? They did fight for it. They fought to play in the Champions League the next year, but they had to start from rock bottom, from, like, the preliminary, like, rounds. So they played, like... Uh, TNS, so like a Welsh club, uh, Technical Network Solutions <laughs> at Anfield, like to, just to qualify to get into the Champions League. So for for me, like if City did win the league, sorry, did win the Champions League, um, I think the only way around it would be they'd have to start from rock bottom in like the qualification rounds, and we all know they'll qualify from that. Um, but it'd just be a massive fuck you, really, to UEFA if City win it. <laughs> I hope they do too. It'd be great if, like, I'm not a massive fan of Pep, but I like to see people do well. And like, if Pep does it with City, then you know he can bugger off. <laughs> well, that's the thing. Like, apparently there there has been a breach in the players' contracts, which could I don't know. I've read something they could leave for free. So it'd be interesting to see if that, like, if this 
case like evolves it just keeps like like more digging happens and I guess actions like happen and see where players could end up if they cancel their if their contracts get cancelled yeah it's interesting like you've got a few players you know the younger ones like Sterling he can afford to not play Champions League for two years you know it's not going to affect him but you've got like you know um, De Bruyne for example you know he saw about his peak now. No, nah, he'll probably uh, like apparently he afford to not play in the Champions League. Probably not. Uh, I, I, yeah, like I'm not sure about you, mate, but I don't think every player that plays in the Premier League, you know, dreams of winning the Champions League. You know, I don't think that's on top. They like obviously everyone that's in the competition would like to win it, but I don't think it's the be all end all. Like I think for most players that play in England. They just want to win the league, yeah. right? Yeah, the thing is, like, people, like, when they set the targets, like, oh, their dreams win the Champions League, it's pretty much when they've yeah. won everything else. That... Exactly, exactly. And, like, for, for me, like, where do you go after that? Let's just, let's just say City did win the league. No, not the league. They win the Champions League this season, and they get banned for two years. Like, where, where do you go from that? What would you do? I would rather stay and try and win the league. Well, well, I guess it all, it all, all depends on the player. All depends on the player and like their age. Like, I reckon someone like Aguero could potentially leave, if that's if that's the case. Like, there's rumours there he wants to go back to Atletico, but then he also wants to finish with his club, his boyhood club in Argentina. Mate, oh, it's it's funny that you mentioned Atletico. I read this article today on BBC. It was quite good actually. They've been struggling. Have you seen the the form of the league? Uh, no, not recently. Oh, mate, like, so they spent a truckload of money on that, um, what's his name? Yao Felix, the Portuguese kid, right? He's like the third most expensive signing of all time. And he scored a total of four goals. (laughs) That's actually one more than me last season. (laughs) And I played goal most of the season too, so not a bad return for me. Like, oh, it's crazy how much they've, they they spent on that one kid, and they thought, you know, this is a massive statement. We're going to try and you know do business in the league, and you know they're not anywhere near the top right now. And um, I think the whole like, you remember the whole craze about Simeone? Yeah. Like how he was the next best thing, but like, what was he actually achieved? You know, they bottled it twice in Champions League finals. He won. He won the league once. He's won the league once, but there you go. But how long has he been there? You know. Yeah, he's been there. Time. He's actually been there a while. Like he's one of those managers I just think is very hyped up and over. he's like he's sort of like a reg um what's his name um Allegri for example like massive hype and then you know has the opportunity to go to the Premier League and never doesn't take it you know yeah all he's done is just one like Serie A with Juventus exactly, of all teams exactly right and it's probably too late for them lot to come into the league now because I wouldn't have them there <laughs> but um yeah go, going back to City it's going to be an interesting time for them I don't think they'll They'll get the the ban. They'll they'll overturn it um, because they can go to like three different courts. I think if they do fail three times. Oh yeah, that's what like happened with Chelsea's ban. Like they went to so many different courts. Yeah, and eventually, well, eventually it ha- they got it overturned. Let, let's let's just hope City don't copy you guys and you know overturn the ban and don't bother playing in Europe. <laughs> no, but like just imagine like Sheffield yeah. United finished fifth. And qualify for the Champions League? Yeah. Like, yeah. just imagine the scenes. Like, that's bigger than, that's, uh, that's like bigger than Leicester playing in the Champions League. 
Oh, I think it's bigger achievement. Sheffield United, Jesus. I went there, mate. I went there, uh, camera of the year it was, I think it was like the FA Cup back in 2007, right? Might be before that, 2006. And uh, we drew against them uh, the third round of the Cup at Bramble Lane. And we beat them there. I think we won like 3-0 on the day. And in that season, Sheffield were a Premier League, t- uh, yeah, Premier League team and we were in League One. I think, what was it? Leon Britton scored one. And then Tommy Butler, he scored, I think he scored two. Might have Tommy, yeah, it was Tommy Butler too. So it was a 3-0 win, right? Huge for us. Like the We took like maybe four or 5,000 up to Bramall Lane. And Warnock was the, the manager then for Sheffield. And I'm pretty sure that's the season they got um, they got relegated as well. The whole, like, Teva scandal. So, like, yeah, it, like, I, I just, I, it baffles me, like, to, to, to see where Sheffield have come from. Like, because they went down, like, to League One recently. Fought their way back to the championship. I think they got uh, back-to-back prom- uh, promotions, eh, with Chris Wilder. Yeah, that's right, because they were in League One with Chris Wilder. So back-to-back promotions. Now they're in the Premier League. They've they've really done really well. Like, I didn't think they'd be up here. <laughs> they were like my fa- like favorite to go down as well. So you know, shows you what I know about football. <laughs> but um, yeah, that good on good on Sheffield. It'd be it'd be an amazing achievement if they do it. I think it'd be a, would it be higher than Leicester's one. Probably on par, I'd say, with Leicester's one. So I don't rate that one at all. <laughs> I don't know. It's, the whole thing with Leicester's one is because of how they finished off last the season before and like of all teams they won the like they won the league that year but also you look at it is that how did everyone else do Chelsea shit like City City shit like Arsenal came second that year so I'm gonna mention this now because like I know Jack hates it when I mentioned it but like Jack thought Ranieri kept them up the following the season prior to the um the, uh, the winning season no he didn't and I said to him mate it was Nigel Pearson we all knew it was Nigel Pearson they went on a crazy run um, and then that continued on to the following season now Nigel's got a bit of a tough job on his hands this season but let's just say he keeps Watford up <laughs> when Neary is the next manager because you know uh, Watford are owned by Italians right I'm just here's a little theory going here once Nigel Pearson keeps them up when Neary comes in there you go. <laughs> like, yeah, I'm just looking at it now. It is all really tight. Like West Ham. Like imagine West Ham go down. West Ham are in 18th, where well, they do have a game in hand, like 24 points. Like the gap between 15th and 19th is three points. So no one, no one's safe. But if if you're a betting man, put your money on Watford winning the league next season. It's going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> like, put it on now mate because the odds would be a lot higher because they're likely to go down right now so <laughs> like bookies won't even take your bet because they're, they're so confident they're going to get relegated but we'll see about that alright mate um, before we head off any more football from you? Um, no I think I think that's pretty much everything's been just really co- real covered the last, it's been a while since I've been on so it's yeah, mate. Yeah, mate. Good, 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 uh, good catch up yeah good to have you back mate um, before you go um Let's talk about a little scare that you have for the Trials fans because, yeah, I've, I've only found out maybe an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> you might not be available. <laughs> yeah, I'll see about so, that. What, so what's, what's happening? What's happening, mate? Okay, so pre-season last year, I 
had I collided with someone and it kind of wrecked my jaw and I never got it looked at until uh, October that like, October last year because I had a feeling that it would interfere me playing football and obviously I didn't want to stop playing football and then like, it's been a long process from the October all the way to January like beginning of January and it turns out I have a dislocated jaw and so at the moment I have a mouth guard to wear and uh, that's I guess trying to like just help like the healing process and then I'll find out at the end of April uh, where I'm going to go from there I'm feeling like ju- I'm feeling like I come like I I can't not play football, so I have a feeling like if it comes to like me needing surgery, I'm just gonna be like oh, I'm just gonna put it off, because like, I can't not play is a big thing for me. I don't know what I'll do oh, myself. Right. Uh, <laughs> don't do this to me. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, we'll see. Obviously, like my doctor's opinion. I was only right joking, mate. I was only joking at the start of the. The pod. I didn't mean it. I still need you to be the top goal scorer because where the fucking goal's going to come from, mate? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so fingers crossed this, this mouth guard does its job. And yeah, so hopefully that doesn't really be... I can't recall. Do you, did you score many goals from your headers last year? No. Nah, is that why? No, I'm just, just never really scored headers. Okay, I was just, I was just wondering, mate. So can you actually header the ball? Yeah, yeah no, no, it's fine. It's just like, oh, obviously, like, I don't want any contact with my jaw, but that doesn't shine. Like, I don't shy away from headers. Oh, mate, we better move that part out because I don't want our, you know, competitors out there. <laughs> <laughs> so, well, like a, like like a out, beep mate. over. Give you a massive elbow. <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit, mate. Well, anyway, I hope, I hope you recover. And, uh, you know, if it comes down to you playing Saturday or Sunday football, I'm sure you'll pick Sunday over Saturday because <laughs> Saturday is less... Uh, yeah, well, surely it's less confrontational than Sunday. No, I'm not giving up. I'm playing both. Oh, come on, mate. <laughs> I can't just commit to Sundays. i got to do both. <laughs> well, mate, if you had a choice, this is to say, a doctor t- tells you you cannot play. Sam, you can't play any football this season, but you could probably play Sunday football because it's less uh, likely you're going to get hurt there. Would you pick Sunday football then? Uh, <laughs> um, it's a tough one. I guess... I guess I'm... Uh, okay, fine, fine, fine. What if Roman Abramovich, right, he's got a gun to your head, right? He says, you can't play Saturday football, but you can play Sunday football. Why would Roman... <laughs> this first question is, why would Roman Abramovich have a gun to my head? Well, fuck, mate. He'd be doing it to every other manager, mate. He'd be doing... He did it to Sari before you sacked him. <laughs> he did it to Hazard for all those seasons to try and keep him there. And before he put on weight. <laughs> Yeah, so far Chelsea like have had the better end of that deal because it's not like Hazard's done much. No, exactly. He's been he's been injured oh, exactly. and he put on weight. <laughs> all right, mate. Um, last words for you? No, nah, I think I think that's all for me today. All good, mate. All good. Well, thank you for listening to another episode of the Extra Trials Football Podcast. Uh, we're not taking any new players now. I think we're very close to a full roster for the trials. So um, if you did miss out tough <laughs> should have got on earlier but anyway um, we're back soon uh, we'll give you a proper update on the latest developments with the Trials FC and uh, other stuff we've got coming up this year anyway thank you for listening and uh, we'll see you soon Kaki Dana we can't stop me now.